This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. I'm Jesse Cruikshank, and I've always been told I have a face for podcasting. So I launched a podcast. It's called Phone a Friend because each week I'll break down the biggest stories in pop culture. But when I have questions, I get to phone a friend. I'll phone a royal watcher to find out why Prince Harry is acting like a real housewife. I'll phone a tween to please explain euphoria. And maybe I'll even phone a Backstreet Boy to find out if I still have a chance. I don't? Okay. New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, it's Dave here. This is my wife, Kathy. Hello. This is The Cinemile. It's the podcast where we walk home from the movies. And today we're walking to the movies to see Fast. It's either called Fast 9 or, or Furious 9 or possibly Fast and Furious 9 or possibly The Fast and The Furious 9. Is it? I've, it's one of those. Is this like one of the few movie franchises in the world like that has a straight 1 to 9 run? Uh, oh, good question. Let's come back after the break <laughs> and answer that question. Uh, I don't never know. Heard. I mean, obviously, you've got like Star Wars, which is like, you know, there's like but that's four three or five trilogies. That's what much. I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this ninth is a lot. This is Vin Diesel and a, pretty much a, a lot of the consistent, like, because it's a it's a consistent cast, but it's this cast that seems to keep on growing because every movie, the bad guy from the previous movie becomes part of the family plus there's not so this is the ninth movie and then there's the movie that we've also talked about in this podcast called Hobbs and Shaw yeah I think we've done a couple of these now we've we seen have. we've definitely watched Fate the Fate and the Furious yeah Fast um, and I think we might have done the seventh one uh, I, I'm a look if, if you're new to the to, to this and you don't know our feelings on this pretty much the same feelings as any sensible person has uh, which these movies are the best movies ever made uh, no. right? no they're not they're, they're, they're enjoyable they're, they're really fun and ridiculous and ostentatious and awful and boring and thrilling in equal measure like they they offer they're so much they're so weird and it's it's a, such an interesting um, saga I think as it describes itself interesting is a strong word um, no the, the thing is really interesting to me because it's like as you say it's like how many franchises get to nine films? <laughs> and if we transported me back 20 years ago to watching uh, Fast and the Furious in Cork's uh, Gate Cinema. Which we're going to teenager. tonight, by the way. Yes. So all of our Cork listeners, we're home in Cork for a few weeks and we're going to the Gate Cinema in Mallow tonight. That's right. 
so yeah, all the way back to the <laughs> consistent. I saw the first one in the Gate Cinema, and if you told if you told me then, you know, is this going to be? Is this going to have more sequels than The Matrix? <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably would have banked on The Matrix. Um, I mean, this is a billion-dollar franchise. It's in, it's incredible, and it's also <laughs> bears no resemblance to what that movie was, which was. I, do you do you remember The Fast and the Furious? No. The Fast and I mean, the Furious it, is essentially Point Break, um, <laughs> where Paul Walker is an FBI agent who goes undercover to bust a street racing gang who are stealing DVD players. That okay. is the plot of that movie. And now they jump now, from Dubai. For the past <laughs> five or six movies, they're somehow secret agents and the world's last defence. But they're uh, basically like Mission car-based Impossible. car-based criminals. It's Mission Impossible, but if it wasn't just a lone man, it's a group of people and like everything has to be done in cars. Everything is cars. Yeah. Yeah, the answer to every problem is cars I do remember though as I'm thinking about it now the last obviously like <laughs> I've never rewatched any of them and I watch them and, and usually enjoy them and then forget about them but now that we're talking and doing the podcast I do remember last time just being really kind of grossed out and bummed out by like the the violence like the extreme violence and the extreme lack of care for want of a better word of like pedestrians and other destruction they want and destruction yeah, do, of city do remember, streets. Do you remember the one? There's, like, they're always sudden, driving through city streets. But they street. all have guns and stuff, and it's like, wait, why do you all have guns? Like, I don't, I don't remember when it evolved into being. And actually, I like. Yeah, it used by to be the just way, street racing. They were. Just I like racing. action. I actually like violent action movies as a genre, but I just don't know when this genre, when this series <laughs> became that. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they I mean. all it's running really, around with guns now? It's really morphed into something really weird and interesting. <laughs> and it's it seems to me this franchise is like so weird to me because it's kind of... Like I, Helen I, Mirren's in it. What's that about? I know. They keep picking up cast members. <laughs> like it, it is like the Marvel Cinematic Universe for Universal in many ways. In the, in that, and, and it now has spin-off movies like Hobson Shaw. But it's like, for me, this move, this franchise means something it's like this weird amalgamation like most movies are of like uh, a load of different collaborators and I think it means something different to all those people <laughs> like I think you've got Vin Diesel at the centre of all of this who thinks I swear to God he thinks what are you he's swearing in, to God? he's in <laughs> the most serious po-faced like <laughs> like um, dramatic movie this, like he treats this stuff like Oscar worthy stuff and I think he believes it like I, I believe when he's up there spouting about like family is the most important thing and I'm just like he believes in that he's Dominic Toretto and then you've got Ludacris and Tyrese Gibson who are in a different movie altogether then um, you've got Charlize Theron you've got, and Helen Mirren and then you've got and then you've got like I think the writers of this movie kind of get it I think the writers of this franchise get that the that the, what the audience want and they're just upping the stakes you know submarines cars out of planes so like I haven't seen the trailer making, for this one I know you've seen the trailer but I haven't so no spoilers fine they're making a silly different movie that Vin Diesel doesn't realise he's in but is it and true then you've that got like Vin Universal. Diesel and The Rock hate each other and like that's why The Rock yeah all that's true Tyrese Gibson is. Stuff. you can go watch his Instagrams where he he, he says that the Rock and Jason Statham have betrayed the the, the Fast Fam by by splitting love- off. <laughs> it's like there's all this epic behind the scenes drama happening as well. So I this franchise haven't... is just gives and gives and gives, and I I love it. But I've just now suddenly I just have a notion that I may have vowed to never watch one of these movies again. I don't and think here you I did. Am. They're, they're they're fun. Anyway, look, we're, we're, <laughs> we'll be going. Let's go in and watch it. We'll pick up. Um, 
uh, after the movie. Yeah. Bye. Bye. The world has a way of changing. <laughs> and we change too. I know some people, they would die for me. There are moments that separate us. But we always come back together. We heard y'all needed a little love out here. <laughs> Y'all ever thought about the wild missions we've been on? We've taken out planes, trains, tanks. I'm not going to even think about the submarine. <laughs> and now we got cars flying in the air? Who is he? Jacob is... Dom's brother. Been a long time, Dom. Little brother. You always say never turn your back on family. But you turned your back on me. Now your little family is in my world. Right, we're back. We've seen the fi- the face, the face, and the the face and the furious nine. I don't know what I can say because I don't know what's a spoiler or not. Well, don't say anything. <laughs> so uh, if it's your first time at the cinema, there are no spoilers until you turn onto Spoiler Street. Which and today's Spoiler Street's in Mallow. Okay, shortly. Northport. Uh, yeah, it's very quiet here at the moment. <laughs> the, um, so, so I um, I came out of that. I'm, I'm largely satisfied um, now, but I actually felt and, and think you had the same feeling. I was quite bored for the first half of that. Right, that was quite. It took a while for that to get into gear. So the first, speak, like, right? It's really interesting because you've got like <clears throat> a two-minute setup, and then straight into the movie, and like the pacing was very odd and, and dull. And like at one point, I actually turned to Dave and said, "Like, if we were doing a podcast on this, I don't know that I'd stay and watch it." Yeah, I and wasn't. Then, I wasn't with it for yeah, a long time. And then, if probably in the last third of the movie, it genuinely was all the things I liked about a Fast and Furious like I was laughing at, at how ludicrous it was and there was some <laughs> brilliant set pieces and unfathomable plot and all sorts of family shenanigans and friends catching each other you know falling it, it, out it, of yeah. vehicles all the stuff I like it, at the it became end. a checklist of yeah, things. It's yeah, just, and it worked the yeah. beginning was dull and I think it's getting a bit caught up in itself and, and, and at the beginning it was well there was some pathetically unfunny efforts at humour a lot of it was like like I know I levy this criticism a lot but like taking itself too seriously and and the plot was just kind of overly complex like but also too simple and that's a weird thing to say but like <laughs> yeah yeah no they I, suddenly, that's exactly right they're suddenly just <laughs> in this mission and like you don't understand why you're there in the mission so like I feel like from a writing perspective like I need to buy the fact that a lot of people who are supposedly retired right I need to buy why somebody's now not retired and is back in this very dangerous action And you scene. get nothing. Nothing. You, the, what they, all they feed you for, for the reason, for the motivation is, this is who we are, Dom. <laughs> or you get, and it's like, oh, so that, oh, so that's I mean, why you're abandoning your child probably like, to, to risk your life. But they're probably like, no this reason. is the ninth film as well. Like we've established <laughs> these people like doing this. Stuff. But that, but then the, so that's, too gloss over but then the actual heist is so overly complex that I genuinely I literally there was multiple points in the movie I didn't actually understand what was happening no you're right it's 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 not like there's no real 
character motivation here. A lot of it is just checkbox MacGuffins and things and, and then, slow like, popping for the sake funnily, of it. Right before we went in, one of our long-term listeners, uh, Zombie Kitty, hi Zombie Kitty, literally popped up on Twitter as we were going into cinema saying, Kathy and Dave, I really want you to go and see Fast and the Furious because yes. it makes no sense. Your so. wish is our command. <laughs> it, but, but, like, but that's consistent because none of the other movies make any sense either and I can't remember any details about any of them except I enjoying the set Hobbs pieces. That's the bit you remember. I remember submarines and I remember them driving over ice. Like, that's the <laughs> stuff you remember. The plots are farcical and th- completely thrown this away. This movie though did feel to me and I wonder again this is just a memory gap because I haven't seen one in ages but like this felt like a particular vanity project for Vin Diesel though. Yeah and I think this is the problem. I think when you take The Rock and Jason Statham who are very fun out of this who are they are the opposite of Vin Diesel because they are actors who are aware of the movie that they're in and lean into the silliness the way the way that uh, to be fair Ludacris and Tyrese Gibson do but when you take out those characters who are the big action heroes who are just kind of having fun like because Tyrese Gibson and Ludacris are the comic relief that's always been their place but everyone else is kind of just like still doing the posturing and the posing but they're still landing one-liners and stuff but that's, what the, though- that's what The Rock and Jason Statham are doing but Vin Diesel is Vin Diesel is like unbearably like po-faced <laughs> but is he unbearably po-faced but also I don't recall this and again it may be a memory gap but like I don't recall his character like his physical body that he's actually a superhero oh god yeah like okay. he's doing can Superman we go to, ending can, left we, go, can we go to Spoiler Street yeah. because he's a producer in this movie right and it's <laughs> just like and I feel like Human. I feel like he's the, like this you know you know the, the, the famous thing about Mariah Carey and like a bowl of single coloured M&M's you know these you know the, you know the, 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 yeah. the examples oh, that get wheeled yeah. out of people with unrealistic demands I feel like Vin Diesel is so inextricably linked with this franchise in that he's an actual producer not executive producer he's PGA producer credit on this that he probably before anything even starts being like pen to paper or anything is like Right, so there's going to be a scene where I roll up and there's just ridiculously young, attractive women. No men. I don't want to see any men. It's just Vin Diesel and all these women. There's cars. There's just lots of cars. Like, there's hundreds there's of big those women house. dancing. And it's like that scene is in every one of these movies. And then there's a, you know, you, you, there's a corona. There's a fucking corona on ice and everyone's having a barbecue at one stage. But it's more like, that he wants to, to be like... And again, like I'm not speaking for Vin Diesel. He is a superhero, man, though. You're right. But in this movie, he is a superhero, and I just don't recall that happening before. Yeah, no. I don't recall him having superhuman abilities. There's nobody now. They kind of try. Let's can we go, can we go to Spoiler Street, yeah. right? So, do we recommend this? I mean, I mean it's more of the same. It, if you're uh, for, eight movies in, why stop now? For me, it's not one of the stronger no. uh, entries at all. Uh, it's it's definitely this is mid tier. I think Fast they won two movies ago. I think number seven. Was a good one, right? Honestly, I can't tell them apart anymore. Uh, I'm not even joking. There's, there's, there's a submarine. There's Dubai towers at some stage, but they're all blurring together. I okay, couldn't tell yeah. you. Certainly, seven and eight. Yeah, who knows? Somebody in the anyway. garden watched them all back. The guardian watched them all back to back over like a long weekend. Oh, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I it's couldn't too much. No. It's uh, too much. Anyway, so yeah, look, it's uh, Street for Fast satisfactory and Fast and the Furious. Spoiler Street now. So, yeah, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Spoiler. And just so, while you're having your spoiler warning, maybe like you know, going to turn your um, podcast app off. Gate Cinema still is the best popcorn in the game. Unbeatable. Do you reckon? Oh. I thought, Love a, it. I thought it was about a 7 out of 10 No 
I was I was born and raised and weaned on gay cinema popcorn. You were you were weaned on gay cinema popcorn. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pick it up with my parents. It was an odd choice. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> it was. Um, okay. So to, 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 to the bit, let's start with where you're re- referring mean, to with even. Vin Diesel and that scene. Which again, I feel like he probably wrote himself. I feel like he would have muscled into the writers room and be like, "Just going to be seen where uh, he sacrifices himself." That happened too quickly. And I was like, "I don't understand what he's doing." He was in like a water like, tower. He like closes the door on them and does the the like Spock in Wrath of Khan thing. It was like, "Save yourselves!" <laughs> and it was like, "Why? Why didn't you just also leave?" Um, because you're behind a door, and then he fights off forty guys by himself. And at one point, there's then, twenty of them on top of them of hitting him right and he's not even feeling it and he just raises his two forearms and they just all brush off and then he jumps Th- up then he grabs something from the ceiling and pulls the <laughs> ceiling down on everyone's head somehow and then he falls like I don't know 500 feet yeah into water and then has this kind of and has a vision vision because he's seeing things <laughs> he that he never a, witnessed well that's what I liked he was having so some of it, <laughs> it was, was like him he was time travelling like him it, some of it, a lot of it was his memories all being pieced together in, in a revelation right and I get that like he's piecing together the phone call that validates his brother's theory his brother's uh, suggestion that, that, that his dad was poor but, but the bit where he like is watching his brother fix the, the the car or whatever and do the thing. It's like that's you didn't see that. It was like what are you just having some sort traveled. of omniscient vision now? Um, but yeah, that scene was just like I was like, and then and then uh, and then following that scene, absurd. I know we're jumping ahead towards the end of it, but like they're like following the giant tank right down the streets and like he which was flips, great fun. That was, that was really, really that was when I was yeah, yeah. really into it. And him and his brother like flipped the tank, and then Vin Diesel just like. It's just jumping from roof to roof of cars and tanks and like exploding, driving exploding cars and jumping to other cars and using magnets to pull other cars and stuff. It's like, Vin Diesel, you can't just leap from moving car to moving car. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And like, usually when things like, in fairness to like a Mission Impossible or something or like a Jack Reacher, because obviously Tom Cruise is the example of, of this being done well. They, when you're watching those movies like they make Tom Cruise a little bit fallible and like you feel yeah. like he might get hurt but Vin Diesel wasn't even breaking it he was in a in a tank that was on fire Tom and he Cruise, wasn't sweating Tom Cruise gets beat up yeah. right and that's why he's such a good action hero even when he's ridiculous and he's running like he often gets the wind knocked out of him or like the, 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 a great example is that Mission Impossible scene minor spoilers where he's like done the underwater thing and then goes straight into another action scene and he's windy yeah, and he like can't roll over a car properly that for me is like how you do action movies and action characters Vin Diesel again I think he's written into his contract that no, he yeah, he's just a superman a which makes him incredibly uninteresting it's so boring like there's one scene where him and someone else were like wrestling on the roof or something and I was just like there's no peril here no and like with Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible there'd be like a gadget like Tom Cruise doesn't just scale the Burj Khalifa there's like a reason he's got a fucking magnetic glove you know what I mean whereas Vin Diesel is actually just scaling a building I'll get in a car (laughs) I'll get in a car Uh, actually we're going to the jungle um, Dom so you know you might want to have an off-road vehicle like the rest of us I'm going to be in this cool speedy fucking Ford GT I just remembered was it the last movie or the one before where they were like on ice caps yeah, yeah, and that's were, the submarine yeah. one. Yeah. Um, anyway, like the he's absurd. There's a whole super like he he rolls out of new moving vehicles and does a, literally a superhero pose. Yeah. Like he's like Don Dominic Toretto is a farcical character, but he's uh, yeah, for but me. Yeah, but Dave's origin story. 
This oh, is a God. true superhero movie. <laughs> then when you link him back to like, oh no, he was just like a guy working in a NASCAR pit but stop. But in 1989. Like, yeah, but how absurd. First of all, that he's got a brother which nobody has ever mentioned in nine movies. I mean, you think and the sister would have mentioned him. Yeah. Oh, no, no oh, never mentioned that, that brother. Um, Though I guess maybe if you thought your brother had like murdered your dad, you might keep I guess, quiet but like him. how like brilliant that these two brothers have like gone in these completely different life paths, but both ended up being super spies for the same <laughs> Kurt Russell. <laughs> I'm like, been, this is what I don't understand about the Fast and the Furious. Like, who do they work for? This is the the the, the, the franchise is so knotted up in its own mythology <laughs> that you've got like there were people popping in and out of this movie who I was like ah, I know that guy but it was like is he in the Fast and the Furious? Well, like at the very like beginning the- um, uh, Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez are like oh they live on a farm and they've got like a kid and they're like we've got no running water but that's the price we pay for anonymity I can't say the word yeah Good Anim- job. Anonymity. How do you say that? Anonymity. <laughs> anyway, that's the price we pay for being off the grid. Two seconds later, everyone shows up. It's like we got yeah. one scene, and then and the scene was just that poor child using a wrench. Anyway, and um, and then so and then everyone shows up, and they're like, "Oh, look, this one thing happened where something happened, Kurt Russell, and it was Charlie yeah. Theron." And then they're like, "Mr. Nobody okay. needs our help," <laughs> and we're the only people he sent this to. And Even I'm though, like, wait, no, he's what is he? It's like the top secret, like military intelligence thing called the agency and he decides no the only person I can send this That's to what makes no sense. is like, Dominic Toretto if, if they, they they didn't need to be involved and no one was asking them to and that's what I mean about like and why are they doing it it's like because, oh because it's Charlie's theorem and then they try to make it be, the, the, the way they try to get Dom in in that moment is she's the she, we're going after the woman that killed the mother of your child and then that is kind of not the point of the movie and in she's fact, she's literally in a point. box she's in a box the whole movie and that, that he also doesn't seem to be interested in I, I'm, pu- I'm so convinced like, that why Charlie's Theron are you filmed there? Charlie's Theron filmed all her scenes on her own she's not on screen with anybody else yeah, in the movie did you right. notice yeah, she, yeah, but yeah, she yeah. didn't film with anyone else but what, what's interesting is like did no no but she killed the son, your mother's or your son's mother okay well then maybe we should take a life lesson from this and maybe Vin Diesel shouldn't in the next yeah. scene be in the jungle driving over landmines but I, like the I know right scene. even though that's There's all no I could think about your poor child your <laughs> no, poor child is hiding in a bunker somewhere no, no oh no they, they sent him Paul Walker's they sent him character. Paul Walker I that was the bit when I was bored for the first half of this movie all I was picturing was like all this is happening dun, 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 dun. cut to Paul Walker playing with three kids I know yeah in a, in I think a, it's very <laughs> like sweet making their though, dinner. how they always I actually think it's very sweet how they always reference him in the movies yeah, it is like nice, that. and, and the end is nice. The chair, that yeah, yeah. I, I quite like that as well. What did you think about Dom's like origin story, though? I mean, it was pretty banal. It was more compelling s- than the first, all the, all the other stuff in the first half of the movie. Though. I mean, the most, the only thing that was interesting to me was that it was 1989, and then I was trying to figure <laughs> out. So wait, is he actually 50? Are they playing? Vin Diesel would his be. Act, yeah, but yeah, just because Vin Diesel is 50 doesn't mean that superpowered Dom Toretto isn't 34 years old, I which just, is probably what he thinks he is. I just think like, Do you know what I mean? I just love that him and his brother and like this awful thing happens to their dad, and then like how Vin Diesel from a very young age like resolved any issue was just like by racing someone <laughs> yeah exactly this is just like, like, like I better make you a deal and like I until the very end of the movie I actually didn't know Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez were a couple I have never no, seen they've no chemistry they've no chemistry but they also but don't this, interact okay. physically this is another this is, an, this is probably in her contract 
physically with Vin Diesel. The the don't make me kiss him. <laughs> I will. Of course, though, she jumps down the water tower and jumps all the way to the I bottom mean, and rescues him. There's, there's and then too again, much happening in this movie. And then, like, <laughs> don't forget it's too much, but not enough. Don't forget that her plot was character who died, who disappeared for a long time, bring him back from the dead, is a bad guy. This movie is character who died a long time ago is brought back from the dead. To do nothing. Is actually part of the super secret spy organization that you've all been part of. It's like is everybody is, does Mister Nobody recruit every no, character? But also, their friend who I didn't remember at all, who like apparently died, and came back again. Oh she, yeah, Giselle is definitely dead. By the way, she's definitely dead, and there's no way she's ever coming back Wonder in Woman. a future movie. Yeah, but she's not coming back because she's tied into Wonder Woman. No, I'm joking. She's oh, like right. how much they've been in negotiations with her for <laughs> five years, probably. No, but anyway, she'll show up in Fast Twelve. When your man but she'll, came back, but she'll have been brainwashed to be evil and then her no, and Han will when your man came back he just happened to have the key <laughs> to the MacGuffin like who was also his adopted daughter oh and yet and as you rightly pointed out to me before we started the podcast um, they decide he decided to reveal this information in front of the bad guy <laughs> who was listening through and the, also the bring vault. her to the vault yeah like if she's <laughs> the key right and you need her DNA first of all don't bring it with you second of all when we saw her actually bring the two MacGuffins together she just did it with her hands and I was like DNA is not fingerprints yeah. <laughs> she hasn't put her blood in anything also, she hasn't put any like what why did the- they design a computer virus that exists in a giant like crystal maze ball but they were that's like a board thing why did like, they invent this virus at all yeah I know and, not- and if they were worried about it getting into the wrong hands don't invent it why did Charlie Don't Theron Don't lock it up with your DNA Why did Charlie Theron have a pudding bowl I think what happened is That they retrospectively wrote Charlie Theron into the movie During Covid Yeah So she had to film all her scenes in a plastic and, box For and, isolation and she cut her own hair And in quarantine yeah, yeah. She, she went mad and that, had a pudding no, bowl No that's a yeah. genuine theory I'm not even yeah. being a farcical Why not? Because she's, um, she was clearly an add-on to the movie Just to add more layers Like they even have the point of her flying a drone From like a box on her own Yeah I, I did know, enjoy she, it. She taunted the brother, and she was like, "I read your second grade elementary report." <laughs> I love all that. <laughs> She's great. I, I like, liked her Genghis Khan line. That was really good. What about Helen Mirren just like randomly showing off? But I mean, I, yeah, there's too much. They're, they're jammed too much in here. Like I was a bit like just I did I couldn't get a sense of bearings. For the I first loved half all the, of the stuff movie. in Edinburgh just because we used to live in Edinburgh. Edinburgh stuff was quite yeah, it was quite fun. All the magnet stuff was very. I got I got a hand, hats off to Justin Lin, the director who's directed like the last uh, <laughs> five of these, and he is doing an amazing job as always. At these action scenes are so well choreographed, the all uh, and so well thought out. Like the magnet things the magnets was very cool. clever in the whole Edinburgh thing, and then they I liked that they kept that. As a as a thread throughout the rest of it, They're like it was just a lot of fun with magnets. I'm sure that the physics don't work out, and someone will have a fun YouTube video. Um, I just remembered that we forgot to talk about the two people who went to space. Oh, gotcha! So, so <laughs> that's been the whole thing in the background of Fast and the Furious. Like, what's next? You've driven like cars out of airplanes, cars against submarines, and and everybody, the audience, has been saying like cars in space. So it's like that's definitely a nod to them having, having listened to the feedback like where do you go from here so I'm like I love that I you love that they did that I was on that. board like, it looked so cheap as well oh it was fun it was fun it was silly and um, and those two are really good it. together 
uh, yeah, Chris and Tyrese I really Gibson. enjoy them. They, those two are funny, and then the other funny one is I don't know her name, but she's from Game of Thrones. And when the scene where she turned out she couldn't, well, yeah. she claimed she couldn't drive. That was great. That was good. But yeah. but but then by the end of the scene, she was just driving like the rest. Yeah. Of them. So like, but no, that was good. I like. See, that for me is like, harking back to what we were talking about earlier about Vin Diesel being invincible, and I know the movie tries to be meta by having. Roman say you know do the whole thing about God I've never had a scratch are we invincible but like that's more interesting when when she has a flaw she's instantly more interesting like that's way more interesting of a setup like a character who can't drive yeah. doing these ridiculous things but like Vin so, Diesel and his brother like how have two brothers I ever been was more alike boring I know I, I couldn't tell them apart at one stage they're twins I liked him no I mean I don't mean physically I mean like in terms of like their light their skills well, they're the same. They're literally the same person. <laughs> That's what they're I just mean. like they—they they are super spies who use cars. I car him, for the every brother, problem. and it annoyed me for most of the movie trying to think what I knew him from, and I still don't know what I knew him from. But like, I thought, in, in fairness, I thought he made sense as his brother. I thought it was good casting. I liked the story. I like that now. Of course, we've got someone for the next movie to be a partner yeah, he's to them. Part of the crew now. But he just like, yeah. I don't know I like one of my main things actually I wanted to talk about as I'm like desperately trying to remember what else I wanted to talk about with this mess of a movie but some actors are really good at acting like they're driving and some aren't Helen Mirren was like she was sitting back in an armchair having a fag right? <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and, then you, and then you cut to the car and it's like doing this mad <laughs> yeah. stuff and she's just like mm-hmm. Helen Mirren could not she's have out been for more a Sunday, chilled. Sunday drive actually like. she's sitting back and smoking a joint yeah. she was that chilled and then you've got like Michelle Rodriguez who literally I'm like is she doing her own stunts because she's so good at if she's not doing some she's of them good at the physicality she's amazing yeah, at yeah. acting doing stuff for sure like at one point Michelle Rodriguez or Vin Diesel they multiple multiple times they save each other's lives in this movie but every time they just like lock eyes in this really asexually intense way and that's why I kept being like are they a couple aren't they are they just like best mates if I Speaking of locking eyes, the like for me, the my favorite shot of any Fast and the Furious movie is the one where Vin Diesel drives past someone going the other way in slow motion and locks eyes with them. Oh, but right? with his brother at least twenty times. But that's his brother. He's done it with Jason Statham when he was the bad guy. <laughs> there was just like there's always that moment where he rides by slowly and locks Dave, stop eyes. Doing, with Dave's doing it to me. And it's weird. If I could do that, with, if I could be drive, that'd be my like lifelong ambition. If I could be driving down the M25 and then down I see the Vin Diesel way. coming the other way <laughs> and then we slow down and lock eyes at 200 miles an hour yeah and also over landmines as well and then well. he flips a magnet over my car and that thing where like they can all always hear each other no matter what they're doing it's just like oh they're all in constant like, communication yeah, yeah through earpieces or whatever I don't know if we've much else to say Kurt Russell where were you why were you only in that like- was I mean but like why the whole setup of the movie was like Kurt Russell's in trouble <laughs> we need to help him and then it's like wait where is he? Is he okay? What's happened? Did you feel like, like the bad guy, the German kind of rich kid, was just like a really like Z-less point, version of the guy pointless. from um, Captain America and the Winter Soldier? Uh, Daniel yeah. Girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like it should have been Daniel Girl and then they just got this guy instead. Yeah, he was a bit all over the place. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird It's a weird movie. It's a weird franchise. It's, a, it's just like it, sh- it shouldn't exist. I'm like so... <laughs> it just, it's just like organically formed over the years, hasn't it? And it just become something else it's I, I'm huge, really like, enjoying watching it evolve long may it continue I'll and keep you know watching what? I'm all for movies. like being happy to see a big action movie back in the cinema again of course yeah. after the year we've had so in that sense I very much enjoyed it like being on the big screen and like being in the cinema of course it was in Cork. it's but a good like, cinema movie it's just it's 
so like I'm I'm struggling as we speak, and we've just seen it to talk about it. Yeah, I won't remember. Like next time yeah. when we're at F10, I'll probably <laughs> be like, I think I'll be like John Cena was in it. I think. Charlize <laughs> uh, Theron had a really bad haircut. <laughs> yeah. But what happened, Charlize Theron at the end? Did she just walk off set? She just walked off the set. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, she, she'd done all her scenes in one day. <laughs> she was like, thanks. Where do I get my check? She probably did it all yeah. in front of like a green screen, like in her back garden. I can't wait to see her haircut in the next one. She had dreadlocks in the last one. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, and also, like, just some of the coincidences are just so silly. Like, like when the two women are in like Tokyo having their dinner, and then they just so very happen to be sitting outside the apartment of their friend who's been pretending to be dead and then they see a Mexican reason, flag and that's enough to but then for some reason there's like <laughs> 20 armed men outside the apartment oh, yeah. wanting to shoot people why who were they who were they I guess they were working for John Cena because he was trying to no but John the, Cena didn't know that the know key that was a person was the key. yeah oh, look don't as soon as you start to try and think about anything in this I movie I think they just wanted to be like let's have up. a scene where there's three women and they kick loads of men's butts yeah. But then they're ultimately rescued by a man. <laughs> 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 All right, let's leave it there. Uh, thanks thanks for listening. We are, as always, at The Cinemile on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. So come and say hello and tell us what you thought of Fast Fastly 9. And, and um, Patreon, come over where we oh yeah. watch lots of retro movies and we watch loads of TV shows and... Um, we're the Patreon what are we patreon.com forward slash the cinema we love our Patreon we have so much fun where we do polls and you guys pick what we're going to watch and talk about and um, yeah we talked about Loki uh, most recently and lots of other TV shows we're watching yeah. and uh, we're about to watch Boys in the Hood yeah yeah. so excited for that one and that one is for the theme that one of our loyal listeners Kate picked which was non-actors was acting non-actors Ice acting Cube. yeah and uh, we're going to watch that one this month so we can't yeah. wait so patreon.com forward slash the cinema. Okay. I'll leave everyone. it there. Bye, everyone. Oh. Oh. You forgot to say Hi. Grace. <laughs> <laughs> you say it. But how do you say Grace, Kathy? I don't know. You just say what's in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Really? Drug tape? You acting like we on our way to Home Depot. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. What would you say if I told you there's a book that can teach you how to win The Bachelor? What would you say if I told you producers caught multiple finalists reading that book in this season that's currently airing? What would you say if I told you the producers don't want anyone to know that their show has been compromised? How do we know all this? We wrote that book. I'm Lizzie Pace. And I'm Chad Colchin. We're the authors of How to Win the Bachelor and the hosts of the Game of Roses podcast, a bi-weekly podcast where we break down all the biggest plays, errors, and MVPs in the game of reality television. Listen to Game of Roses wherever you get your podcasts and go to howtowinthebachelor.com to get our book. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. 
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford, and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.